Welcome to Spirit Connection with Doug Addison. Get ready to hear God, encounter the supernatural, and discover your destiny. Doug is a prophetic speaker, author, and coach whose message of love, hope, and having fun reaches people around the world. Connect with him online at DougAddison.com. Hey friends, Doug Addison, welcome to Spirit Connection, May 27th, 2020. I'm going to be doing a little mini how to get out of debt workshop this week. And if you're already out of debt, hang tight because I'll show you how to become a benefactor of blessing. You know, we need to go beyond just getting by these days. Lord, we ask now that we be able to receive What's in your word about finances, about opening things over us, Lord? We pray for those who've lost their jobs. We pray, Lord, those who are suffering right now. This is a time I know we're going to come into agreement with Philippians 4.19. And my God will meet all your needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. In Jesus' name. Well, we need to go to a place that's beyond just getting by. And we need to help supply the needs of other people. Finance the work of God and ministries. I've been saying this for a while. Positively influence the world instead of responding to it or reacting to it. You know, reality is that debt is a problem for many people. It's draining the life out of the future. People everywhere. I've suffered most of my life. Honestly, I, I suffered from debt. So I uh, want to just unpack some things for you. Romans thirteen eight says, let no one have debt outstanding except that contributing to the debt to love one another. And whoever loves others has fulfilled the law. Proverbs 22, 7, the rich rule over the poor and the borrower is a slave to the lender. Well, listen, that's good news is debt is not a sin in the Bible. Talks about not being in debt, but it can be an open door for the enemy to attack you. And I've been in and out of debt a lot of times uh, of my life. I'm 61 years old now. Ten years ago, we were in debt as a ministry and personally because we just had given it all into the kingdom so many times. But there was something. The Lord showed me something. I broke the back of debt off of off of ourselves, off my ministry. We haven't been in debt since. And so if you're not in debt, consider listening to help others and become the benefactor for people. You know, this is where you become the lender and not the borrower. We used to use lines of credit, which is okay. You know, if you have to do that, we would use lines of credit for these big projects. Like when I was, you know, doing a big book or something big, we would do a line of credit and then pay it back over a certain amount of time. We don't have to do that now because we have money in the bank to be able to become our own lender. That's what that uh, could be. That's what it means for us. So, you know, as we focus on money, maybe it's a turnoff for some people. It was for me. Luke 6, 38, I kept hearing this, give and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over will be poured into your lap for the measure that you use will be measured to you. Many biblical messages on, you know, on giving and on finances have been very heavy on the sowing in order to reap. This is true. It's a true statement. But there's more to it. You need to develop, actually, a lifestyle of breakthrough and blessing. You need to be able to align. But it does include 
giving. I'm not going to, uh, you know, make a big pitch here uh, like you might think I'm going to do. But I just want to say this. For years, I was turned off by the give to receive message I kept seeing on TV, you know, TV preachers. Then one day the Lord said to me that I needed to get rid of my anger towards it. I needed to learn about the biblical principles of sowing and reaping. And at the time we were in debt, I went on a journey and I researched the Bible. I stretched my faith. We started giving into things that we needed. And within a few years, we both ourselves, our ministry got out of debt and we got realigned where God called us. But I had to get rid of that offense that I had. It is true. We need to give to receive and it will open the heavens over our finances. And there has to be a balance to it. I'm going to give you a glimpse in this mini workshop on what I've learned. Well, first of all, debt, it's a terrible thing. It's, it can strangle you. And if you're living paycheck to paycheck, this is a sign you might need help here. Maybe your creditors are calling or collection calls happen now and then. Maybe you do impulse spending. It's something you want. You buy it immediately. Maybe you have money fights if you're in a marriage. The key is to reduce your spending and find ways to make more money. But the key also is don't be a victim here. When I was in debt, I felt terrible even to talk about it. I felt ashamed. Be honest with your condition. Start out by, you know, you can create a spending journal. That's what we did. We started keeping track of everything we spent. We still do it today. You can make some financial goals. They need to be realistic goals for yourself and your family and simple things like a vacation or a Christmas fund, a savings account that you can put into so that you can stop having to use credit cards. But let's talk about that part first. Consider cutting up your credit cards or if you're not able to do that, maybe put them in a block of ice, freeze them so that you have to really think about it, you know, before you use them. Studies have shown that people, they actually spend larger amounts if they use a credit card because it doesn't really register that it's actually real money. Get an accountability partner for getting out of debt. And when you're trying to break any habits, it's important to surround yourself with people. Get a prayer group going. Two or three people. I recommend three people to come together and pray over it. Let me talk about some myths to debt. Debt is not a tool. That is a lie. Without a spending plan or some type of budget, we could actually get into a place where we get over our head. There's a myth that you need to build your credit. Actually, building your credit means that you go into debt. It'd be better to build your savings, in my opinion. It doesn't mean that you can't use credit. You just need to have a good balance when you use it. So you can use, we use credit cards. We pay them off each month. Or if there was uh, years ago, uh, when we were in the process and we had to use something, we would have a plan where we had to put something on credit that we were going to finance. We would have a plan to pay it off so that you're not just in a continual slave labor to the, uh, to the credit card companies. Let me tell you something about debt consolidation. It does not work. It's not a good idea. The only thing debt consolidation does is keeps you in debt longer. It might help reduce your payment, but there's there's better ways that you can do things. Here's what you want to do. Grow your savings and not your credit limit. It's, first of all, it's a discipline and it's not learned overnight for some people. It takes some small steps on a daily basis to start getting a different behavior. Now, when emergencies come, one of the great things is to have a little bit of money set aside for that. So 
I'm going to go over a, a, a plan in just a little bit where the very first thing that you want to do is get that savings going if you don't have it so that when the brakes go out in your car or something happens that you won't have to go to the credit card. Now, staying out of debt, once you, once you get out of debt, you have to discipline yourself to uh, really consider, you know, how you make bigger purchases, how you do things and want to build wealth. With money in the bank, you'll be able to focus on paying off debts, investing, and helping others. But for some people right now, depending on where you are, here's the first thing that I recommend. Don't be a victim. Take power right now. Take charge of your responsibility. Admit where you are, wherever you are in your process. Admit it. Bring it to the Lord. Don't feel guilty, but don't be a victim like you have to be. You're stuck in this situation and God will give you a plan. Begin to ask him for a plan. You can work as a freelancer or do some part-time jobs. You can clean houses, babysit, do other things, you know, fix cards, do things. I actually started off years ago. I started fixing computers for people at my church and it allowed me to actually use that extra money to reposition myself for the debt reduction and to start a business. So there are ways, so don't be a victim. Now, I took radical steps in 1993. I was 34 years old and I was in debt. I had a call to ministry, but I prayed about it. And I decided to go into a season of my life. This is before, maybe a year before I met my wife now, Linda. We've been married now for 25 years, but she has been a real life changer for me as far as debt and understanding debt and She's been a spirit of truth for me. But here's what I did, 93, which set me up actually to be able to leave my corporate job to get married and to set things up. I didn't know what was about to happen, but I had a I had a car loan, so I went and got rid of my bigger car. I got the cheapest thing I could get, actually, a used car, a cheaper, older car. Got out of my big car loan. I got out of my apartment for six months, maybe three to six months. I did some house sitting. Maybe you could do that sofa surfing house sitting in the summertime for people at my church and we're going on vacation. So I would say I put my stuff in storage and it did about three to six months. I think of, of that. I, again, I did the side business of fixing computers. I was still working in my full-time job at that time. I traded time and I did radical things that got things better. It was just a season. I consider it a short season. Not everyone's able to do that. And later on, I started a computer consulting business out of that just by doing those side jobs that I was able to leave my corporate job, make more money per hour and work less time. And, and that uh, changed things. All right. Well, that's that's my story of getting radical. Now I just want to talk about some practical steps that we took and consider this is consider looking into if you haven't heard about it already is Dave Ramsey. And he has a, a financial peace university, I think it's called. And he's got books at home. But we did the Dave Ramsey Seven Baby Steps. Step number one, and this is in his book, by the way. Uh, I forgot the name of his book, but DaveRamsey.com. And we took the seven steps. Step one is get $1,000 as an emergency fund. Now, that's important. You'll still want to keep paying off your debt, but slowly build you know, the $1,000 emergency fund. That's going to be to prevent you 
from start using credit cards in the future. Step number two would be pay off debts and use a snowball effect. When you pay off one, snowball that over to the next credit card. Don't start spending that extra money. And then, you know, parlay that over as well. Step number three is get three to six months of expenses or savings in the bank so that for later on, once you get out of debt. Step four is to begin to invest a percentage of your income towards your IRAs and your maybe your retirement. Step five then, of course, would be college funds. Step six, pay off your home early if possible, if you have one. Uh, and step seven is to build wealth and give. Now, the first three are very, very important. The first two at least. But to get that savings going, to start snowballing your debt and to take the series, go to his website and you can download uh, his free ebook and budgeting tools. Oh, that book was the total money makeovers, what we used. It helped us a lot. Okay, now I want to get into, I wanted to get into, that was funny, my phone talking to me, but I want to get into right now how to be a benefactor. And this is how to be blessed to be a blessing. Genesis 12, 2. I will bless you and I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. And, you know, first of all, what you want to do is develop some things, develop some godly character. There are things throughout the Bible that talk about being honest. In Leviticus, you know, God doesn't like dishonest scale. So dishonesty is one of the things. You want to be honest on your taxes. Be honest if, if I remember I received a, uh, this uh, handheld computer years ago, it was like a Palm Pilot years ago in the mail. And, and it was a mistake. I didn't even order that thing. Someone said, oh, God must be blessing you. And I said, no, he's testing me. I had to send that back. So you had to be honest. Develop the wisdom of God. Ezekiel 28.4. By your wisdom and understanding, you've gained wealth for yourself and assumed gold and silver in your treasury. So wealth of the Lord and wisdom of the Lord, not just of the world, but wisdom of God differs from the wisdom of the world. Wisdom, you know, is not always just good advice. It's doing things in the right spirit. And we need to ask God to show us if we have anything that we need to deal with in this area. You want to grow in your relationship with the Lord. And Matthew 6.20 says, but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moth and rust do not destroy and where the thieves do not break in or steal. For your treasure is, so your heart is also. In other words, get your heart right with God. Be honest, develop godly character. And another thing, let go of ungodly judgments. Luke 6.37 is real clear on this. And I read it just before about Luke 6.38, but... Luke 6.38, give and it will be given to you, pressed down, shaken together, blessing will run over to your lap. But Luke 6.37 is a qualifier, do not judge or you will be judged. So I want you to read. I would really consider everyone here, especially those who give, you are a giver, but you're not reaping. You might have a plug up in your system. Take a look at Luke 6.37 through 41. And ask the Lord to show you if there's anything that you have judgments against other people. Because this has to do with giving. Jesus goes on to say to deal with the plank in your own eye before you get the speck out of someone else's. So here we go. Steps for everyone to take. First of all, 
Don't be stingy, selfish. Don't pull back. You have to give to receive. Learn to tithe, learn to donate to a church or ministry so that you'll free up things. What I did, I wasn't able to. I was so far in debt when I first started this. You know, years and years ago, I was coming out of that really a terrible time and bankruptcy. I couldn't tithe. So the Lord showed me how to do it. I did it 2%, 3%. I finally made it up to 10%. Now we give beyond our means right now. We give more, you know, as much as best we can, everything. So the third step is to develop a lifestyle of earning, giving, saving, and spending in moderation. Develop extra income projects wherever you can and you can work part-time on the internet. You don't have to leave your current job. And then you bring that money towards what it is that you want to do. That either get out of debt or be a benefactor for someone else. And so I tell you, Matthew 19, 26, Jesus said, with man, it is impossible. With God, all things are possible. So all things are possible with the Lord. And once you take the steps to get out of debt, things have really started, or you're just even taking the steps towards it, or to be a benefactor, you'll see the heavens start to change over you. Take some time, but I'm going to pray right now. Lord, we pray. We break the spirit of poverty and debt. We break the spirit that's trying to hold people back from being able to live free. I break now, and I bind and break anything that's coming against people in the area of finances. I bind and break this now. I ask that you would release the heavenly protocol, the heavenly strategies, the verses that are needed, the the strategies that are needed to get to this next level for each person right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I'm not going to do an offering here. I will invite you, though, to replay my May workshop, which actually has more in the details of this. It's called Strategies from Heaven, How to Prosper in Any Season. Go to DougAddison.com forward slash prosper. It's $37 and it'll walk you through how to do these things. We also have a June workshop coming up and uh, save the date June 20th for it's called Get Aligned, How to Understand the Times and the Seasons. Be sure to download the Doug Addison app. It's for iPhones and Androids in the App Store or Google Play. Uh, Anyway, follow my daily prophetic words. I hope you're having a great, great week. And God is going to release something over the next month or so. You're going to see a shift start to happen in the heavenly realms. Real excited for what's going on. God bless you. See you soon. Thanks for listening to Spirit Connection with Doug Addison. Connect with him online at DougAddison.com.